This is episode 109 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. episode 109 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast for May 6th, 2015. I am your host, The Skull Crusher, and joining me as usual, my co-host, Mike Spriggs from Gage and DeSoto and the Rafa Cycle Club in New York City, and my brother, Klaus, from Alps and Andes and Manual for Speed and a whole bunch of other stuff that he does. But anyway, Klaus, how are you doing, my dear brother? Better than Mike will ever be. And Mike, how are you doing, sir? Terrible. <laughs> oh, you flipped it on me because now I feel bad for having said that. Thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> How's the knee herpes? Cleared up. Oh, good. I actually was asking Klaus, but <laughs> <laughs> I got it from Mike. Last time I was in New York, we rubbed knees. It's <laughs> true. Oh, I don't want to think about that. So. Today's episode is very important. Well, first of all, it's, it's, it's very special because I didn't prepare it all, at all, at all. And up until about half an hour and I was stuck in traffic was when I first started thinking about the episode. So you'll forgive me if I sound completely clueless because for once I actually am. But we have one announcement about our contest for the Giro d'Italia. We have... Our predictions for the Giro and for the Tour of California. We can review the Tour of Romandy and we can review the Tour of Turkey and the Tour of Yorkshire. And having said all that, we are now two minutes into the podcast and I'm already out of things to say. So, guys, take it away. What do you want to talk about first? <laughs> well, see, this is what happens. Like people say, "Oh, you guys should do these more often," and this is what happened. We have yeah, nothing to say. Exactly. We don't know what we should be talking about. We, the thing, though, is that normally we just kind of just randomly talk about something, and it just kind of becomes something out of nothing. But then, if if I'm completely unprepared, then I have nothing to like start on. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like kaboom. How about Tour of Romandy? Okay, let's start talking about the Tour of Romandy. Um, have you guys been watching? It's over. Uh, did you guys watch it? Man, nah, <laughs> we're in trouble. I didn't see it. I saw like maybe the first, like two stages maybe or something. I didn't see a lot at all. No, I didn't see very much of it either. It was on, but I wasn't paying. It was on with the same time as the Tour of Turkey, and every day we'd be like, is this... What race is this? <laughs> oh, wait. So you were having a Perry-Nice... Uh, Terreno Adriatico. Yes. Thing? Yep, absolutely. I mean, how can you not be super excited about a race that a super well-known rider like Zacharin wins? Like a guy that's named after Sugar Substitute. Oh, he won? See, I didn't even know that. Um, so what's the stage where Quintana kind of like attacked sort of? I think that was the fifth stage. Yeah, like, I can't so remember. I, that's that's kind of the only one that I actually watched. That's about it. But can you can you guys take me through it, or Klaus, since you're the one that actually the only one that paid attention? 
Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm not that well informed. I mean, I watched bits and pieces. Uh, definitely that stage was kind of the more exciting one. Um, if nothing else, it once again proved that Nairo Quintana is not too concerned with riding in the rain and cold, which I think is good. You mean Means because... Zero is maybe ideal for him, but it seems like the tour... It's not a problem either. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't oh, know. I mean, completely as an aside and nothing to do with that, though. I saw that uh, Igor Anton won the Vuelta Ciclista Asturias. And yeah. I was wondering when the last time it was that he won anything. But uh, the Vuelta Ciclista Asturias is the funny one because now it's been reduced to two days, which is just basically the next step down is a crit. <laughs> so it's pretty sad. So the Tour of Yorkshire is longer now. And it, it just started. The Tour of Yorkshire is longer. Oh, the Tour of Azerbaijan is twice as, four times as long as the Vuelta Asturias. And the Vuelta Asturias okay. has been around forever. Well, I think, you know, what was interesting about Roman D was Darwin Puma is, is doing very well. Um, Nairo Quintana is coming along very nicely. Like I said, it's interesting to see how good he is in the cold and the rain. And Rafael Maika is like up there with some of the best climbers consistently. Yeah, I did actually, I did see that. Um, so Tony Martin won the last stage. I, 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 I know that. Yeah. And Ilnur Sakharin was third. Yeah. Was this like a, like a, like a, like a mountain stage? The, wait, which one? The time trial? Uh, oh, I guess this is a time trial. Wow. Yeah, the last one was a time trial. Dude, I am so out of this. Oh, boy. See, this is what happens when we do too many. Anyway, but in that mountain stage, uh, Pantano was taking off his jacket and it got caught in the chain. Oh, yes. take it off, he just, like, stopped and he was like, I need a new bike. So that was a bummer because he would have done much better. Um, but also, Winner Anacona, I think, is fighting to get a spot in the tour riding for Quintana. Like, he, mm. he was definitely working for him and, and looked good, too. So, Romandy was, like, kind of a great show of Colombian climbing, well, as was the Tour of Turkey. No, I mean, and just the fact that Harlison Pantano actually was, like, in a sprint and came second to Albacini, who passed yeah. him, like... Yeah, I mean, that was, that was just unbelievable to see this guy actually, like, contesting a sprint. Well, it's also more amazing anyone from I Am Cycling almost winning something. True. True. When's the last time that anybody from I Am Cycling won anything? I'm sure they've been winning something. We're just not paying attention. Yeah, but it's, this is their home tour, and they didn't win. Well, the Tour of the Swiss is probably their their home tour, but whatever. So, um, anyway. Oh, one, oh thing, one thing I noticed was that the Tour of Romandy, the guys that stand with the flags telling you like to go around the roundabout or that there's a sharp left coming or whatever. All have Swiss the, army knives. No, they blow the whistle like, uh, like not like endlessly, like wee, 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 in a way that I've never seen it in another race, like so constant that it sounds exactly like the mom from the triplets of Belleville. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reference. 
like with the big glasses, I was like, is this kind of a joke that they're making? It Wait. was weird. I've never heard. Uh, but I can't thing. think, I can't think of what is, how else do they do it? Like how do they do it in France or? I don't know. Maybe the, they just mix the sound from the road louder. I've, mm. a lot of times I don't think they whistle. No, they do. They do. Definitely. This was but... like on a perfect tempo. Like, well, beep, beep, beep. They are Swiss. Ho! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like clockwork. So, Tour of Romandy, Ilner Sakharin came in first. Simon Spilak came in second. Christopher Froome was third. Thibaut Pino was fourth. Rigoberto Duran fifth. Simon Yates was sixth. Another guy who's like developing really nicely. Rafael Maika seventh. Uh, Quintana eighth and Roman Bardet was ninth. Oh, and Michele Scarponi. Oh no, yeah. Wait, no. Nibali was Nibali was ninth and uh, Jesus Christ, Nibali was tenth and Scarponi was eleventh. There you go. Blah, 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 blah. So, which I think it doesn't bode well for Nibali's form at the Giro, although he could ride into it. But, no, um, Nibali's not riding the Giro. But he's not doing the Giro. No, no, no. That's right. Aru is going to be the guy for, for Astana. Aru. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, I thought Aru was sick. He is. He's sick in the head. He's the man. He got better. Hey, speaking of that, here, here's a good joke. Um, why, why does Jeffrey Dahmer keep a Vitamix on his porch? Oh, man. Because he wants to greet everyone with a handshake. What? Come on, that's a good joke. It is. It's. It's a great joke. I'll get out of here. You guys don't know anything about humor. What prompted that joke? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Something one of you guys said. Leave it to my brother to make a reference to a serial killer from 1992. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry. There hasn't been any famous cannibal serial killers lately. It's not my fault. That's true. Did you hear that? The guy that killed um, Jeffrey Dahmer in jail said he did it because Jeffrey Dahmer was annoying and played too many practical jokes on people. What? Yeah. Like he would get things that look like fingers and then just catch up as fake blood. Like he was a jokester. No. And the guy that killed him said he was annoying. Enough is enough. Wow. Yeah. He was like, he made his joke about a blender once and I'd had it. Oh, come on. No, for real. No, he really did say that, though. Huh. Okay. Well, so that was a tour of Romandy, unless Mike has anything to add. I no, mean, no. it looks like, honestly, it looks like it, it, it was a good race, and I would have loved to have actually seen it. But unfortunately, I was just, it was just, uh, it's just been really crazy for me. HR has been on my ass. I just don't have time <laughs> to watch cycling anymore. I don't know. It's the most <laughs> uninformed race report ever. It is the most uninformed. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, you can basically say like this. Oh, there was a mountain stage and some people started attacking and they climbed. And then Tony Martin drooled on himself and won a time trial. <laughs> like, I didn't even see the time trial, but I bet you that's You what can happened. picture it. Yeah, I can picture it. I just him. like that Katusha had the one and two, the top two guys. Yeah, actually, and that's impressive. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. And Spilak is actually not a bad rider at all either. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was very interesting. But um, so we can move over to the presidential tour of Turkey, which was won by Christian Durasek, 
That guy has an awesome last name. Eduardo Sepúlveda from Argentina in Bretagne Seche environment was, was second. But it's funny, these people in, in Eurosport, they just have such a hard time saying Sepúlveda. It doesn't, it's not, they call them Sepúlveda, Sepúlveda, like they just could not get <laughs> right. Is it really that difficult, Sepúlveda? Mike, say it. Sepúlveda. Yeah. It's not really that difficult. I want to say Sepulveda. Hmm. Sepulveda. There's actually a, an Sepulveda. accent on the U, Sepulveda. Sepulveda. But plus, also, he was the old kicker for the for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, not the same Eduardo is Sepulveda, of course, but he had the same last name. Uh, Jay McCarthy was third. Alex Cano from Team Colombia was fourth. fourth. Yeah, Serge Powell's from uh, Mount Chewbacca was fifth. Um, do you want me to drop a name and show you how cool I am? Uh, drop a name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Right before I got on with you guys, yeah. I sent Alex Cano an email. Oh. That's yeah. right. Fourth at the Tour of Turkey, and now he gets an email from me. Life keeps getting better and better. <laughs> because a picture I took of him is in the new issue of Tour Magazine in Germany. So if you're in Germany listening, go to the newsstands. I'm sure that Tour Magazine is wildly available, readily available in all newsstands in Germany. Yeah, it's the number one most widely read cycling magazine in all of Europe. In all of Europe? Yeah. That means at least 17 or 18 people. Yeah. Maybe it's continental Europe, but yeah. But, um, and the Tour of Turkey, um, David Rebellin, we talked about that last time. And the guy from Team Columbia got the mountains jersey. Team Columbia is now going for mountain classifications everywhere. And it's better than nothing. Yeah. And also interesting and looked incredibly well. I mean, the Caja Rural team in general looked great during this race. But uh, yes. Heiner, Heiner Parra, the Colombian guy that races for Caja Rural, looked really, 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 really good. Uh, yeah, I, I hope someone notices that and... And actually gets him out of that team. I mean, it's a good team, but I think he was riding super strong. Um, yes, he did. He did really well. Uh, he finished 12th. And then the other Colombian that did really well was Miguel Lopez, the guy that uh, Astana signed last year. Yeah, he won the Tour de l'Avenir. Yes, he looked really, really good as well. Both of those guys looked really good. So he was found by the guy that finished. I think it was the Colombian guy that won that came in the highest in the 1984 Tour de France. And he's also from Sogamoso, which is where, like, almost every Colombian cyclist in the 80s and 90s was from. Interesting guy. Uh, Heiner Parra, you mean? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, the guy from Astana. Oh, um, Lopez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Matt Rendell said he saw him at the Tour of Turkey and he looked very isolated within the team. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, sure. Nobody like speaks Latin. Spanish in Astana there. I mean, actually, um, what's his name? The guy who was in Caja Rural last year from Rabobank. What's his name? Oh, Luis Leon Sanchez. Yes. Oh, Luis Leon Sanchez. L. Yeah, no. I call him LL. And I mean, there's other There's other dudes in in Astana that speak Spanish too, but not many. I mean, I'm they have a lot of Italians, so I'm sure that's what. He'll have to learn. Yeah. But still, oof. I'm sure it's it's tough going. 
There so was... I'm actually trying to do an interview with him, but we'll see if that comes out. So stage um, six was the one that um, Miguel Lopez from Astana attacked. And then basically the whole Carral team was still there and they kind of chased them down. And then Parra caught up with them. And then last minute, Peyo Bilbao like just kind of attacked all of them and he ended up winning. And Lopez was second and Parra was third and Thomas de Ghent was fourth. And then Alex Cano was fifth. So it was a good it was a good tour of Turkey for the Colombians. What about the Turks? Tentacos. Uh, is that right? Turks? Is that? Is that I think racist? So, yeah. Is that racist? Turks? No. Do no, you think so. that it sounds too strong? Like, yeah. Yeah. Always, I think it's it's commonly understood that there's a clear difference between saying the word Jewish and Jew. Like, there's an accusatory tone that sounds yes. Like but it's that they're both right. Yeah. Yeah, and yet just, you know, just ease off a little bit. So I see why you might think that. Like, hey, Turk. Like, it just sounds... What are you supposed to say? Hey, Turkish, Turkish. person. I, I'm going with... Yeah. Hmm. I don't want HR of my ass. <laughs> no, you don't, dude. Believe me, man. I have them up there right now, and it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm looking to see if there is 34th any... 34th pl- place is, is the, the top the Tur- performing Turk. <laughs> Sorry. Pardon, so they learned their pardon my French. <laughs> they learned their lesson from past experiences of winning that race. Yeah. yeah they were like, we're never going to win this again. Yeah. Best to not do things it too was, over the top. Speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, name that cyclist, Nazim Bakirsi. I have no idea if that's right. We should get a, we should get a ruling on that. Uh, I don't know anybody who knows Turkish. But that's probably right. I like that Mount Chewbacca has all the crazy, not necessarily the crazy names, but definitely the crazy flags. When I'm going down here, uh, <laughs> looking at the at the results, there's a tiny little flag, and you're like, oh, okay. Like that's made up. That's Debbie, China. Debbie and then Kenyan. I'm like, well, what is that, man? That's like, that looks like the Rainbow Coalition flag. That's a flag from Star Wars. <laughs> there's no flags <laughs> in Star Wars, dude. Like, you think it's from a country or a planet that has two suns? Uh, there's a guy from rwanda and i think i i I, for some reason i think i may have mentioned this before in the podcast the flag of rwanda i think is hilarious because if you can picture it in your head it's you know it has the vertical lines it's divided into thirds right and then it's red on starting from left to right red yellow and green and then in the yellow there's a black r in it right which I'm guessing stands for Rwanda. I'm not really sure. No, but. no, that's it's uh, it's it's blue, yellow, green because the blue and the sun look like the Astana one. No, 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 no. Are you sure you're talking about Rwanda? Yeah, not to be confused with Rwanda. <laughs> about like, four people got that mantra. reference. Hold on, I'm looking at the Rwanda flag right now. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the Rwandan flag. What flag am I talking about then? Hold on a second. Uh, Yeah, it must be an old flag of Rwanda. I guess they changed it at some point. Huh. Oh, super sad. You do a search for Rwanda, and the first thing comes out, Rwanda genocide. And you're like, oh, boy, that's a bummer. Okay, so, yeah, apparently Rwanda has changed their flag recently. Recently, probably in the last 15 years, and I don't even know. 
Yeah, well, it used to be red, green, and a uh, red, yellow, and green, and it used to have an R like in the middle. But there was never a standard as to what the R would be. So sometimes it was just like a regular Helvetica R, and then just sometimes Times New had, Roman bold. Yeah, it was, sometimes he had a, <laughs> sometimes he had a like slap serifs, sometimes no serifs, sometimes condensed, sometimes just like some random like Comic Sans. It was just horrible. But I see that they've gotten their stuff together, and now they have a beautiful flag with the sun on the wrong side, unfortunately. See, and it looks a little bit like Kazakhstan at the top. Yeah, it actually does. Yeah. Okay, well, then we just learned about heraldry. No, it's uh, not. A, what is it called when it, it's not heraldry, but what is it? The, the study of flags? I should know, but I forget. And why should you know? Why don't you tell us? Mike, my wife is obsessed with flags and can name every flag in the world. Obsessed? Really? Yeah. Yes. She's obsessed with horror movies and flags. I mean, geography in general, but Vexil yeah. Vexillology. Vexillology. Yes, yes, yeah, that, that, that. Your wife's yes. a vexil an amateur vexillologist? Yes. Or a professional vexillologist? Sem Semi-professional. She, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. She's, she's a neopro. She's written, she's written for a few blogs. Neopro, neopro. Get, does she get tested? <laughs> she, uh, she does herself, yeah. There's, uh, like, through Sporacle and websites like that. No, I mean for doping. <laughs> Oh, for well, flag that, dope. Well, that French report said that even if you flag dope, <laughs> you won't be caught by the biological flag passport. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, since you the brought National it up. The Federation of Vexillological Associations has its own flag. Get so out. As far as they do. <laughs> no. no, of only countries. But, you know, oh, it's hard because what is a country? There's countries, like, you have to set a standard. It's kind of like if you play Scrabble. No, not Scrabble. What the hell's the thing where you make words? Yeah, that's Scrabble, right? Yeah, Scrabble. Yeah, I thought that was Boggle. No, Boggle is the one with little dice in the little yeah, plastic yeah. box. So for that game, you have to say, okay, we're going to use this dictionary to determine whether it's a word or not. Right. For flags and things like that, like, you can say, okay, recognized by the UN or something, because there's... Some countries that are countries, but that, for, by some people's standards, but not right. by others. Like yeah. ISIL has a flag. Bernard ISIL? Yeah, 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 yeah. but they're not. Yeah, Bernard country. ISIL has a flag. No. Bernard ISIL has a flag, yes. No, but um, no, but you know what I'm saying. Like, there's countries that actually right. have land and, like, a president or whatever, and yet they're not countries. Oh, wait, you weren't kidding, Mike. The, the, the International Federation of Vexicological Associations really yeah. does have a flag. <laughs> no, I wasn't joking. Oh, oh wow. So... Oh, a way to link this back to cycling, if anyone is interested, I wrote a thing on my blog once about the flags of cycling, like the flags you see on the side of the road at cycling races. Um, yes, know, I remember. You, you had like Brittany and, of course, the Basque country, Yeah. The, the Flanders flag, and then, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, and then, you know, Corsica and weird ones that come up from time to time, so, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I do that a lot. Whenever I watch races, I look for random flags on the side of the road, and I'm like, why is somebody from Iceland there? And things well, of, the nature, of like, that nature. You could say, why is someone from the Vexicological... The International Federation of Vexicological Associations? Like, why are they... That sounds made up. The International Federation... I mean, like, the International Association of Vexicologists or something. I don't know. But it's like the International Federation of Vexicological 
associations. Yeah, they took it. They went too far. Too far. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they should finish with the word studies, they should like sp- lexicological studies. That could be believable. Uh, I'm sending him an, an email right now. The president. The president's name is Mitchell Lupant, and he looks super dorky. Lupant? <laughs> like he wears pants? Lupant. L U P P A N T. Yeah. Lupant. Oh, like Lil Pan from Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Lupant? Yes. yes. They started in 1967 in the Second International Congress of Vexicology held in Ruschlington, Switzerland. And it was officially created on September 7th, 1969 at the Third International Congress of Vex. Vexi, I'm, I'm pronouncing it improperly. Vexilology. Vexilology. Held in Boston, Massachusetts. Sepulveda. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, were you, did you go to the, to the Third International Congress of Vexil, Vexilology? No, I was, refused to click on that. Man. It was, was, it was held in, in Camden, New Jersey. No, it was actually in Boston, Mass. Oh, I think you're talking about the Rippinist Town? It's the Rippinist Town. No. That's why they held it there. Oh, you know why they held it there? Because House of Pain was the entertainment. And they have, have you seen the House of Pain flag? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, actually. It's a rip off of the Massachusetts flag. I went to high school during the peak of uh, House of Pain's popularity. Uh, my favorite member of the uh, of international, no, of the International Federation of Vexilological Associations has to be the Great Waters Association of Vexillology, which includes Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, Michigan, and Ohio. <laughs> All the other ones are like the Czech Ve- Vexillological Society from the Czech Republic and the German Flag Society. And this is the Great Waters Association of Vexillology. We just start our, our own Vexillological Association. And then I think we just did. And we need to join the, I'm going to just call it, what people in the biz, we call it the FIAV. And I would like the listeners to design our flag for us. That would be nice. Which actually ties into a contest that we could have. Yes. Do you want to talk about the contest now? Or do you want to talk about, you mentioned the doping video thing. Or uh, do you want to talk about the Lance Armstrong thing? Or do you want to make our predictions for the Tour of California and the Giro? Maybe we should close with that, huh? Yeah, maybe. Because I'm sure that's what that's what people really want to hear. So let's just leave that for last. So um, I don't know. What do you think, Mike? About what? You pick what we talk about next. And it can't be vexilcology. Right. No. <laughs> let's talk about Lance quickly. Then we'll talk about. I'm sorry. I said vexilology. It's vexilology. Vexillology. Vexillology. Let's talk about Lance because I don't really know what's going on with Lance, but Klaus does. Yeah, Klaus, why don't you tell us? And then we'll talk about uh, micro-dosing for two seconds, and then we'll go to the Giro, and then we'll talk about the Amgen Tour of California, and then we'll talk about the contest. People, say what you will about Mike Spriggs. You can say that he's too short. You can say that he talks too much. You can say that he smells like wet bologna. But the man takes charge and knows how to run a podcast. Barely. Mike, why do you smell like wet bologna? (laughs) I didn't know. Only after he just comes out of the shower. No, no, no. Isn't that from Do the Right Thing? 
Yeah. Spike I mean, Lee's character says that white people smell like oh. <laughs> when they're wet. Forgot about that. Yeah. That, that was just that might be racist. Why? Uh, but it's against you, so true. it's okay. It doesn't count. Did you just call sure. him a Jew? <laughs> against? Oh my God! No. Um. So I, whatever. I guess the United States government wants to depose Lance Armstrong's baby mama. But what does deposing mean in 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 like lawyer talk? It means that she's going to be vexillologicized. <laughs> they're going to make, gonna make her give testimony. Oh. And one of the examples that they used as proof that she knows what's going on and that she's kind of in on the joke is the fact that she tried to cover for him when he hit those parked cars in Aspen or whatever. Yeah, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's what they're saying. Why, why, yeah. was, he, was he drunk when he did that? What was of course being, he was drunk. What does drunk have to do with her knowing what's going on about doping? That she's covered for him before. Oh, okay. And what trial is this for? Does anybody give a shit about Lance Armstrong anymore? It's the... The like people versus Lance Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that. That's happening. That's a thing. Yeah, Why? we're all part of it. We're all we are. We all signed on. We are the people. Well, I don't know. Actually, when it's the people versus, does that include like permanent legal residents such as myself, or does it only include citizens? No, because you pay taxes. So oh. it's they could get a hundred million. Floyd Landis gets ninety nine million. And then they split the rest. And then the other, other uh, goes toward designing new stamps for the postal service. Oh, is that how it works? Nice. Yeah. So wait, what's what's this lady's name? Uh, Anna Hansen. I can't believe I know that. How uh, long? How long has she been with him? Wow. Oh, a long time. I think they've had like two babies. One of whom has more followers on Twitter <laughs> the than CD. <laughs> CD from Rafa, as we established. <laughs> Um, He's I, being beaten by a toddler. How many kids does this fucker have? Five. I can't believe I know that. Five kids, one nut? That's unbelievable. I should have ten kids. He's a miracle. Wow. The whole thing's a miracle. So there's this guy who has three testicles and goes to the doctor and goes, Doctor, I have a problem. I have three testicles. The doctor says, why is that a problem? That's awesome. You're like way manlier than most men. So the guy leaves the doctor's office feeling pretty good about himself. He sits on the bus, looks at the guy next to him and goes, hey, dude, you know, you and I make five. The guy looks at him and goes, oof, you only have one? Come on, Mike, that's the second what? joke. That's the second joke I get crickets I for. That one I don't. Uh, what? I missed it. What was the joke? Yeah, I noticed Klaus hung up as soon as he started telling another joke. Well, no, I was walking around with my laptop and my headphone wire got caught in a doorknob. <laughs> right? As, uh-huh. So I missed it. Uh, my ringtone no, it's like, it's like, so a guy walks into a bar and you just hear bloop, bloop, the Skype <laughs> then trust. Klaus is like, I'm out. <laughs> so Mike, retell me the joke. Yes, I would love to hear Mike retell the I joke. Didn't even, I did. I was trying to read this Lance Armstrong article. <sighs> Is the guy that goes to the doctor's office? He has three testicles. He leaves very happy because he has three. He's more manlier. Then he sits next to the guy in the bus, and he looks at the guy in the bus and says, "You and I make five And he looks at the guy and says, "Oh, you only have one." As in, like the guy was happy because he had three, but the other guy had four. So that's funny. Come on, mathematics. I'm glad I hung up for that. 
Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. What do you mean? It doesn't, uh, do you know how to add? Uh, who would sit down next to anyone anywhere at any point in public and then start ta- counting testicles? Do you wanna? Do you really wanna go through every joke that you've ever heard and then really decide which one of the like setups are actually plausible at all? <laughs> no, I've well, never heard bad. a bear talk. But there's a lot of bear talking jokes. But like a hand and a Vitamixer, I get, I, I'm on board with that. I get that. That's a easy to, that's easy to, to relate to. This one, I can't. The guy is so proud that he starts a conversation with a stranger. And he thinks the stranger is either going to give him a dirty look or be like, wow, that's awesome. But the stranger comes back with the best comeback ever. Oh, you only have one? Mike, here, here's a question for you. Was who really the fir- a first baseman? Oh, <laughs> Maybe he was shortstop, and the whole thing is made up. The whole thing is made up. Out the window. <laughs> Who was the shortstop? <laughs> oh. He wasn't on first. That's funny. Oh, boy. So, yeah, so that's that. And then microdosing. The French are microdosing on TV. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I, let's, let's go back to, um, to the Lance Armstrong thing. I, I, this is just purely out of curiosity because of my ignorance. So what is the people versus – is this a criminal thing? Is it – I mean what, what is he being charged with? What's going uh, on? So people that don't care and hate that this case exists are just going to go, why are you talking about it? And then well, the people just, that care probably care so much that they're like, you're not getting it right. Well, if you care so much, they just turned the podcast off. Okay, hold on, hold on. Klaus, Klaus, chillax, relax. I'm going to say first, if people really care that much about this trial thing or whatever, just shut the podcast down. I don't care. You already downloaded it, so I already have the number. Uh, Okay, now you explain. Well, everyone knows, but it just is a whistleblower case that Floyd Landis initiated and the United States government has joined. To recoup the money that was given, and it's somewhere around $100 million total oh. that he would have to pay up. And it, the money was given because of the sponsorship of the U.S. government? Yes, yes. But yeah. that's bullshit, though, because they can't, regardless of whether or not he did do or didn't do, the fact is that the government paid for sponsorship and they got their money's worth. No, but it had, in the contract, it had the stipulations that no performance-enhancing drugs could be used. Ah, okay. Aha! 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 There you go. Another coming to America reference. We make about a com- a, a comment to an episode of Coming to America. That's right. Great movie. Great movie. Okay, so now microdosing in France. Apparently, that's like it's it's being watched more than French Idol. Oh, absolutely. It's France has talent, but with microdosing. <laughs> So this video shows you how to microdose properly so that... No, they just gave a bunch of dudes the EPO and microdose and then ran it through the UCI, WADA, whatever software. And of course, with all their blood values and testing for like a month, I think. And none of it was flagged by the software. Klaus, are you playing the maracas in the background? No, I'm folding shirts. It sounds like maracas. No, no, no. No, I'm folding laundry. But, yeah, so that's what happened. Okay. So, all right. That's that's interesting as I thought it would be. Uh, what was next on Mike's agenda? Um, the Giro or the Constant? Giro. No, Amgen. Uh, oh, I like I, to call it Amgen. Uh, 
Uh, you want to make what? predictions? Uh, here's my we prediction. Don't even call it the Amgen Tour of California. Just call Amgen. It Amgen. Yeah. Here's my prediction. The company known as Amgen is not going to sponsor the tour, the, the tour of California next year. That's my prediction. Really? Why not? I you said know. that for the last two years. Hey, you've been saying that. I know. It's like a stopped watch. <laughs> yeah. It's right at least twice a day. Of course, eventually they're not going to sponsor it anymore. I don't it's know. A- I just don't understand why a pharmaceutical company that has very that little... Very well, yeah, that makes EPO, but that has very little contact with the general public would sponsor an event like yeah, that. That's just bizarre. Ask the company that, that brought you from the company that brought you microdosing will also That's bring right. you this really hard race. It's just weird, but right. anyway, it's not that hard. Okay, <laughs> so oh, wait, are we no, talking about listening. who we're who we're picking? I don't even. I don't even. Who's even there? Uh, that was. Ex- I was going to be a start first list. comment. Dude, uh, Levi Leibheimer always wins it in the slow time trial. I thought everyone knew that. No? That's the that's his own Grand Fondo that he always wins. And that, oh, man. What about um, Rock Racing? Are they there this year? Uh, no. <laughs> By the way, this is a serious thing. If anyone listening to this knows what's going on with Michael Ball from Rock Racing today, and I'm not referring to the New York Times article from like five years ago that talked about him hiding Lamborghinis between behind sewing machines and stuff when his company was being auctioned off. Like, what is he doing now? Like what he's up to today? Yeah. Did he start a new company? Is he like, what's going on? Because the rock racing, like clothing company is out of Italy and they're still making those bikes or whatever. But like, what is Michael Ball up to? He sold the company to the company that owns Jamsport and it's sold at Kohl's. Like, what is he doing? Um... If you really know, then why don't you head over to alpsandes.com and email Klaus? Because I honestly don't give a shit. Although, unless it's something really hilarious, like he's a manager at a movie theater Dude. in Sacramento, California. That would be funny. Think about it. I want to know what car she works at. Because <coughs> think about it. The, like... The conferences he <coughs> he gave, and like he hired Cipollini to do one race, basically. Like that's amazing. That's funny. Where is he now? No, it, it is funny. He's like the Oleg Tinkoff of the nineties, or then, the early two thousands, rather. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, okay. So we're talking Tour of California. Yeah. And I don't know anything about this race. I actually, I, I don't, I don't purposely. Try to avoid it, but um, I also don't necessarily want to pay attention to it. So I, I don't even know. I didn't even know who was starting until earlier today when that email chain or whatever was started. When somebody asked all of us who our picks were. So then I looked at the start list in past winners and I decided that my pick is Kissink. Here's the thing. Oh, boy. Here's My thing. requests that we call it the Amgen. So I'm going to call it the Amgen. It doesn't matter who's going to win. There's going to be a Jens Voigt meet and greet. Yes, you know, he's, he, he signed as the official, like, spokesperson or whatever. It's so friggin' sad. It's like Phil and Paul being, like, treated as royalty in the Tour of California and the Tour Down Under, and that's it. And everybody thinks that they're, like, all that. It's so pathetically sad. Uh, do we agree with that, or do you guys know? I mean, don't you think that that's pretty sad? 
I think it's a little silly. Yeah. Okay. So who do you guys think is going to win it? I, I said against Sink. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Mike? Uh, I, have, I have no idea. Come on, dude. Mark, what do you think? Let me, I'm looking at the list. Mark Cavendish. You know it's going to be signed to Volder. I think Mark Kelly Rizar from... Um, no, I think uh, TJ Van Garderen. He's not... Is he racing? Uh, I think so. Yeah. No, he was in the no, he was in the uh, alternates, but he's not. Michael Scher is leading BMC. Char. Cher. The the Char. A the A has umlauts. It's Cher. Char. Cher. I think Freddy Rodriguez from Jelly Belly is gonna take it all. <laughs> is there any Colombians racing? I don't know because I'm not seeing a full start Sergio list. Sergio and now. Oh yeah, Sergio and now. What? Uh, what's the start list you guys are looking at? The one I was looking at had TJ McGarden on the team on the on the website on the Amgen site. Amgen. <laughs> Let me go. Go to the Amgen site and you can buy EPO. Uh-huh. They'll send it straight to your house. Oh, Daniel Jaramillo from James. Uh huh. And that's it. Wow. How about only, Talansky? Only two Colombians. Andrew Talansky, I forget that he exists. Yeah. No, I still think leader, that he's leading the Garmin, Garmindale team. Robert Hissink. Has Garnendale won anything this year at all? No. Nope. I, I can't think of a single thing they've won. They seem to be pretty low-key this year, don't they? Yeah, maybe that, the merger isn't going so well. Maybe it's, that's not, it's not taking. It's because Ted King is retiring and everyone's spirits are down. That's probably what it is. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, There's Team very, Sky is there to win. Very so few. Pick, and now, pick, actually, pick, and now pick, could a, win. pick Ian Boswell. Pick, um, pick one of those guys. It'd be funny if Sergio now wins it. That would be awesome. Is Orica Green Edge not there? Nope. Oh, man. It's too far. It's too far. <laughs> California is too far from Australia. Mm-hmm. I think uh, now could could do it. Um, yeah. I, mean, I don't know that he could or couldn't, but they're definitely not going to be riding for him. They're probably riding for Boswell, right? Lachlan Morton. Really? Get out of here. I just picked Lachlan Morton to win the Amgen. I think Campbell no. Flakemore, BMC Racing. That's so how many stages is Peter Sagan going to win? Is he going to win like 10 stages, even though that's more than there are in the race? <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Who won it last year? Don't look at Leipheimer. No. Bradley Wiggins won last year. I do not. Bradley Wiggins. Oh, I thought you said Brian Williams, like from NBC. (laughs) I was like, he's not allowed to compete. He lied. (laughs) TJ Van Garder in water in 2013. Robert Kissink, 2012. Chris Horner in 11. Michael Rogers? What? In 2010? Yeah, that's when he was a GC, like, hopeful. And then Leva Leibheimer won it from then on all the way back to, like, the 70s. And So Team Sky is motivated. They're defending champions. Oh, yeah. Well, not really, because Bradley Wiggins is not really in Team Sky anymore. True. He's not defending, but the team is. Actually, it is interesting that Lachlan Martin is doing it, because he's not doing it um, because, you know, he's back. To loving cycling and racing. He's not doing it ironic. Is he doing it ironically? He's not doing it ironically <laughs> anymore. And now he's back with his brother Angus. They're getting the band back together. 
Does anyone know what the trophy for the tour of Cal- for the tour of California looks like? Uh, I don't know. It's California, so it's, it's a probably, giant uh, blood platelet. <laughs> it's probably so, a bear, a stuffed I bear. I don't know if you guys read the article in the New York Times that I'm sure this information is elsewhere too, but basically about that California has water for another year. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So if it gets a- to be like a million degrees. These guys aren't going to be able to douse themselves with water. It'll be cookie dough, like the SNL sketch. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be interesting what happens actually when California does run out of water. Like, where are all those hippies going to go? I guess they're going to just walk on up to Portland and, and Seattle, right? The, I mean, there there is like no water in the whole West Coast. Hmm. Does that mean they're heading out this way? Oh man, get the soap I think, ready. I think Amgen's going to invest in desalination. <laughs> Or something. Somebody's gonna have to. Wow. I know so many people that have moved to the West Coast in the last, you know, 15, 20 years, and the thought of having them all back is kind of creepy. Ew. They're gonna be thirsty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they will. They absolutely will. All right, that was the lamest chunk of predictions that we've ever that had. That was the worst, but the, you know what? That race deserved that. Yeah, I don't. I Amgen deserves yeah, that. Yeah, the Amgen. That's that's as good as it gets for the Amgen. They gotta make that thing better. They do. How about they move it to another state? Uh, it's, I fun. Like it's it. fun to make fun of that race. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it is great. I'm sure it's. Great. I liked it when it was early in the year. Every other stage couldn't be on TV. Yeah. And maybe that's what it, maybe that's what's annoying. It's a, the audacity of running a race in the middle of the Giro. It's just like what. Why? I mean, I don't know if it was their choice, but it's a way of getting everyone that's going to do the tour. Yeah, but oh yeah, they got everybody. They got everybody that is doing the tour. That's sarcasm for you. They no, got- no, but like they get like and now. Ooh, I'm sure the Californians are pissing their pants waiting for Sergio and now to get there and sign some autographs. Get- oh, I know. Hey, they get yes. They get Tyler Farah, too. That's awesome. Ooh, they get Yanis Brykovic. Ooh. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, they, they get nothing. Please. He's going places. Nobody's going anywhere in that friggin' tour. I It's, it's yeah, Mark Cavendish is like the big star. I guess they're, he's the only one that people are excited. Well, him and Peter Sagan, and that's it. Like, other than that, who really gives a crap about anybody? I told you, Jens is going to That's why they there. had to bring in Jens. They had to bring in, like, the... The big guns? Yeah. He's quenching the thirst of all <laughs> California. Okay, I want to give you guys a question, right? And this will be, this will, this is the prediction. Will Tyler Farah win a stage in the Tour of California? No! Mike? Are you, no. No? Really? He has a great lead out train. Freddy Rodriguez is his is team, is his team even in it? Yes, he, they're riding for him. He's wearing Not the only are arm. they in it, they're in it to win it. Oh. No, I mean, he has Matt Goss, Chiolek, and Teo Bost, all sprinters. That's a great train. Don't you think Chiolek get is the no, they're, chosen one there? No, absolutely not. They're definitely riding for Tyler. I, I, I would... They're like, hey, Chiolek won uh, Milan San Remo. You did a eyeglass commercial. <laughs> And Tinkoff, meanwhile, there. I mean, he has Sagan, but they also have like Jesus Hernandez and like Jesus. Matty Breschel. Like, oh, Daniela Benati could probably lead 
Sagano. But that's about it, really. I mean, and then Cavendish, Alaphilippe, Mark Renshaw, Vandenberg. All right, so they so Ethics Quickstep has a little bit of a sprinter lineup as well. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Tyler wins one stage. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that there's gonna be a fist fight between the two Lachlans in this <laughs> race. What? Because <laughs> Drapak, Drapak, whatever the Australian team. I know if you're from Australia, you think I should know how to pronounce that. They have yeah, you should. Norris. You really should know how to pronounce that, Klaus. It's some obscure, tiny little company that nobody gives a shit about. They have cool red kits, and they wear bonds. That's all I know. But they have a Lachlan Norris. There's two Lachlans. Oh, yeah, Lachlan Norris. Look at that. Wearing, wearing number 97. If you're listening to what us is- in California, look up for number 97, Lachlan Norris. Oh, dude, how awesome would it be if we tell everybody that listens to us in California to look for this guy and go up to him and tell him we said hi. So all these random people, this poor dude, is like all amped because he's racing through well, California and randoms are coming up to him. Hey, the guys from Spivetto Cycling Podcast said hi. That's what cycling <laughs> tips used to do. Really? Do you remember that? Yeah, they would pick one rider before the Tour Down Under and oh, right. everyone would make t-shirts. Paint the road. Paint the road. And he was like a total unknown. Which, by the way, there's an episode of... I think it's like This American Life about people that did that to a band yeah. in New York City. I find it to be slightly condescending. Well, Slightly? The, it's super ep- condescending. In the episode of This American Life, the guy, they videotaped all this, yeah. right? It's a band from Boston playing their first show ever, and it's in New York City on like a Tuesday night. Like 150 people show up. Everyone has shirts banners and the three songs that were on myspace at the time or whatever everyone has learned the lyrics and they're yeah. all singing along yeah. and basically when the guy finds out he's devastated he had a horrible childhood and finally overcame his shyness and decided to start a band and he found himself in a worse situation than he ever was during his childhood and he was mocked by people but here's the thing so honestly don't honestly, mess with so look out, yeah, you know look that out sounds like such a bullshit story because in reality the guy was probably like oh that's kind of messed up man that sucks and that was it but he had to be like no my childhood was so difficult i uh, finally got that whatever dude it sounded pretty horrendous for real it's a super shitty move but it's funny I just don't want to do it because it's already been done, put it that way. Otherwise, I would actually have everybody, hey, go to Tanner Put. You have a funny last name, Put. And what we should do is, is inform the Lacklands to tell them to watch Highlander. And they'd be like, <laughs> did, you see what, did you see what just happened in Highlander? This is what's going to happen because there can be only one Lachlan in pro cycling. And you guys need to figure this out. Yeah, they have to fight it out. Dude, what if we just start making banners and T-shirts? Everybody that listens to us and painting on the on the road, watch Highlander, and then we just make it. Everybody should be watching Highlander. There can be only one. Like we're not gonna put our hands in it and and influence it anyway. No, we're not. We're just letting. It'll sort itself out. Exactly. We just we're announcing to people that you should watch Highlander, and so you understand what's going on because it's already unraveling as we speak. I mean, we had nothing to do with this. And Sean Connery plays a Spanish guy with a Scottish accent. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) That's the best part. That's the payoff. (laughs) That is such a great movie. Um, All right. The hell with California altogether. I'm sorry to anybody that listens in California. It's actually really funny. People that live in California are very self-deprecating. 
Yes, thank you. I, you think I, so? I found that a lot of people in California, yeah, I know, you make fun of us, yeah, we know, yes, of course. They don't care because it's 75 degrees every day. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're like, make fun of us all you want. Like, you, when you make fun of them in February, they're like, yeah, I won't say anything so you won't cry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, hey, there's no Mexicans around me. Uh, what, what would you do if Am, if Amgen emailed you and said they wanted to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> what would I do? I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. We'll go back and delete this episode very quickly. <laughs> let's, let's, I would edit it in post. <laughs> How much would that take? Like a thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars? Have I ever given you the impression, Mike, that I have They'd be like, any here's kind the of? Deal. We're going to give you a million dollars, but you have to call it the Amgen Speed Metal Cycling. <laughs> <laughs> have I ever given anybody the impression that I have any sort of integrity? I am, I am, one hundred percent for sale. I don't care. Listen, I lived my punk rock life when I didn't want to sell out, and now as an adult, I'm like. Shit, I wish I would have sold out. Maybe I could have made a little bit of money or gotten a little bit more recognition for what I did. But no, I was DIY. I didn't want to sell out. Now, as an adult, I'm like, hell yeah, dude, I'm for sale. Please, please re-record the intro and say Amgen Speed Metal something. <laughs> Why don't we just start putting the Amgen logo and stuff on the yeah. website and make oh. it look like there, and then we'll just send them the bill. You guys have seen the old Amgen jersey with the blood platelets on it, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's a classic. I wish I owned that. I was in a bike shop in New Jersey last couple of years ago, and a guy had one of those, an Amgen clock. I think I already mentioned this. No, no. With the blood, it's like, in a bike shop, on the wall, Amgen logo, blood platelets in the clock, and he was like, look at that. I was like, oh, man, how, is that for sale? And he's like, no. Man, not even the bike shops in Colombia that sell doping products under the table would be so brazen as to have that on the wall. Yeah, but this guy had it in there not because he was selling EPO. He he had it there, sarcastic. It could have been it could have been like a like a symbol, you know, that was like this is this is the sign. Like I sell stuff under the couch. Oh yeah, it's like Illuminati secret uh-huh. handshake. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of that, a girl that was in a sorority at one point in her life divulged the secret colors of robes that uh, members of the sorority wear in their secret meetings and she's being sued for it <laughs> she divulged it in an online forum i can't believe nobody had done that before who's, who's suing her floyd landis <laughs> yeah no hamgen the people <laughs> the people uh, the, the people, people versus, versus this lady. The, the lady who divulged the secrets uh you know who's suing her the international federation of vexillological associations it's a huge case I'm sure it's a huge case, yeah. Uh, Speaking of huge cases, and before we run out of time, oh, no, so let me just say that again, yeah, I'm absolutely 100% for sale, so. All right, good, just checking. If Amgen or anybody, it doesn't really matter who it is. Smith & Wesson, I'll take money from anybody, I don't care. Wow. (laughs) It doesn't really matter who you are, I'll take Blackwater? Blackwater. Is it? I don't, honestly, I, I really don't know. I don't yeah, know. imagine the speed metal Amgen podcast brought to you by Blackwater. <sighs> All right, Jiro picks. Jiro picks, because we're running out of time here, fellas. Yeah, we've gone. We've we've taken up too much of people's time. Do you wanna? Do you wanna pick GC and King of the Mountains and the whole thing, or do you? Oh, no, just GC. Just GC, really? Ah, yeah. oh, come on, guys. 
fellers. All right, fine. Oh. GC. Klaus, give me your heart and your brain. Uh, I guess Contador, but Rigoberto Duran is who I wish would win. Okay. And side note, I hope that Dyer Quintana gets to win a stage. Is that possible? Oh, I really don't see that happening. Yeah, at what, all, but... what the hell? What? He's won stages in big races. I mean, medium-sized, right. weird, like Tour of Poland type stuff. Why not? Right. Mike, it's my heart. All right, okay. my heart. <laughs> okay, Mike, who do you think? Who's your heart and who's your head? My heart, I want Fabio Aru to win because he's, he's controversial. Sick. He's, he's, he's better. He's fine. God damn it, he's sick. He is sick. And he, yeah. It's, I, I just, that's just a retarded pick. That's a ridiculous pick. Um, but it would be funny. And then I think, I don't know, Richie Port looks pretty good. Hmm. Or Alberto Contador. But I don't, something about Contador isn't sitting right with me. I think, I think he's gotten into that stage where any little thing can go wrong and he's going to be derailed. But damn it. The start list I'm looking at for the Giro has Sergio now here. What? what? He's doing both races? That's Oh, incredible. Well, you, you, no, no, no. There's no clue. I mean, the different, the time zone differences. Oh, right. Yeah. Is it possible that California, it's his cousin doing it, Sebastian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sebastian and now Gomez is doing it. He's wearing number 192. Oh, really? So when I said that Enao could win the Amgen, I was talking about his cousin? What? Sebastian is where is at the Giro. No, Se I'm looking at a list that has Sergio Luis Enao Montoya. Montoya. Yeah, right. he's doing both races. At the Giro, I have a list that says Sebastián Enao Gómez. Which list? What? Damn it, we can't even get that straight. Well, no, here's the thing, too, that I found very, very interesting. I have seen different start lists for the Giro, and we're less than a week away, by the way, that have completely different numbers for completely different riders, and because Quintana is not riding, nobody's wearing number one, right? But Movistar should still be... Wearing Benyarin Stout in, in, in Chausti, right? Is well, who I'm seeing as number one. Exactly. In my list is Domenico Pozzovivo. And in the Giro, in the official website, there is no start list at all. In the list I'm looking at says the Giro d'Italia is now sponsored by Amgen. We <laughs> <laughs> need to start a class action lawsuit against I just think, listen, numbers. I know the that sport is a joke. <laughs> Cyclists are like super, like, what do you call that? Stupid? Uh, <laughs> Annoying? No. Uh, I viz? No, it's like they, 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 superstitious. They're really, really superstitious. And so wouldn't you be, wouldn't you feel weird wearing number one in a Grand Tour if you didn't win it? So if, if it's in Chelsea or if it's Pots of Evil, either way, whoever's wearing number one, that's weird. Especially if Pozzovivo ends up wearing number one for the only reason that he writes for a team that starts with an A because they did it in alphabetical order. The way that I have it right now is AG2R wearing one through nine, Andrioni Giocattoli wearing 11 through 19, on and on and on and on, all the way down the alphabet to the last team, which is Trek Factory Racing. So Maybe you wearing... feel a little weird about wearing number one, but the only one that's troublesome is number 13. Aside from that, like... I don't know. I wouldn't want to wear number one. I find it disrespectful. And I would also be like, dude, I didn't win this. Like, it's bad luck. If you suddenly, tomorrow, found out you were doing the Giro, 
You'd be not worried about number one. You wouldn't be more like, holy crap, how did I get to be a professional? Well, yeah, of course, but Domenico Posavi was already a professional. Oh, that's true. So he's been yet in Chelsea. I would just wear number one upside down. <laughs> no, I think number one's no problem. <laughs> well, I mean, upside down one is the same as a normal one. Let me ask you a question. Oh, is, is that is that is that true, yeah. Mike? Oh, okay. Maybe you I should mean, have made a joke about that. You are not leading the, <laughs> the King of the Mountains classification at the Tour. But by default, you wear it because the first two have other jerseys. Is that disrespecting it and do you not wear it? Uh, dude, I'm a weirdo, yes. But That's I understand that you have to because you have to. Now, here's that. the real question. You're wearing it, but it's not yours. Your team has a bike your size with polka dots or Oakley has the polka dot glasses or they provide you with like the matching shorts. Do you go ahead and pull all the stops even though no. it's not really your jersey? No, absolutely not. That would be not. pretty funny. If you do that, you are king douchebag. If you Here's do that, you're a real question. Bag. Here's a real question. Does Pataki win a stage? No. Oh. No way in hell. He's sick. But He's Klaus, sick. Klaus said the guy, that... He, so the guys who are sick do the best. You that said... true. Klaus, you said that you wanted Dyer to win a stage. Yeah. I want Betancourt to win a stage. And Mike wants Pataki to win a stage. Yeah. We're all going to be sadly disappointed. Yeah, we're all going to be disappointed. It is amazing... Betancourt has not won a stage at a Grand Tour, right? Or did know. he win something at the Giro? No, I don't think he's won on a Grand Tour stage. I think the only thing he has won this uh, season is... Uh, oh, that joke doesn't work Nothing. in English. That work doesn't... The, 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 the joke doesn't work in English, and I thought about it in Spanish. Because the verb ganar, to win, can also mean to win weight, to gain weight. Uh, so I was going to say the only thing he's won this season is weight. The only thing he's gained is weight. There you go. Uh, Damiano Cunego. What happens to him? He already won the Giro once. He doesn't need to show off. <laughs> Didn't he win it twice? Maybe he already won it twice. I don't know. Well, whichever way. Uh, so you guys did already your head and your... So... What about you? Mike, you said who with your heart and who with your head? Aru. Oh, Aru. And I guess I'll go with Port. Uh, Richie Porta. Richie Porta. I think Aru should be in quarantine. Yeah, he's, he's sick. <laughs> You're saying he's contagious? He, he must be. be. He glows at night. <laughs> uh, all right, I think my heart would love to see Rigoberto Urán finally win it after two podiums. And But I think it's going to be Alberto Contador that is going to win. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just be, just because you guys didn't make predictions for the other things, I'll still go ahead and read you mine anyway. Uh, for the points classification, I would love for Bonin to win it, but I think it's going to be Andre Greipel. King of the Mountains, I would love to see Chavez win it, but I think it's going to be probably Pirazzi or Landa. Oh, if Stefan Chavez won a stage, that would be awesome too. That would be pretty awesome. And then the other thing that... Um, the other thing that CD sent the the for the predictions was the Chimacopi, and I think I would love for Benyarin Chausti to win it just because I like him and I think he has a funny name. But it's probably gonna be some random dude we've never heard of ever before because it's like in the middle of a stage, like twenty k to go to the end of the stage, and it's just super, super random. It's like the king of the mountains. In most races, it's the king of the breakaways. It's gonna be a dude from Lamprey. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, probably. I could see that An well, Italian team wanting yeah. to get it. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's the only reason they're showing up. Well, Pirazzi races for Bardiani, so. 
Oh, um, you know who it could be? Um, what's his name? Franco Pelizzotti. Uh huh. Someone like that. Androni is writing for him, so maybe. Yeah, I'm just looking and uh, Androni, I mean, they have talent, but they're gutted compared to what they've been in the past. Yeah, I mean, Apollonio, Gato, of course, who used to be an amazing writer but hasn't done anything. And Franco, it's a lot of has-beens, actually. Marco Vanguera, I haven't even thought about that guy in years. Amgen Giro d'Italia. The Amgen Giro d'Italia. For real? Okay. What if they merged the two? Like how cycling teams merge, you just combine the race. They should. <laughs> Cut your losses. I like it. That's doable. Maybe there's a team time trial in California, but then the same riders don't necessarily have to race the next day in Italy. I like it. Yeah. Levi Leifheimer would still win. Okay. So let's talk about the contest for the Giro d'Italia that we're having. Now, first of all, and before we say anything about the contest, I want to let you guys know that we don't know exactly what the prices are going to be. But if you've been listening for a while, you know that we've had pretty damn good prices in the in the past for Tour de France and Giro d'Italia contests. So the Giro d'Italia contest this year will have definitely awesome prices. And we want everybody to participate because even if you don't win prices, you still win because you'll be... I don't know. The talk of the town. There you go. Thank you very much. If we mention your name or feature your entry on our website. So, uh, Mike, why don't you explain to the listeners what the contest is? We just came up with this contest like earlier today, by the way. So I think the contest will be send us the best likeness of a previous Giro winner. From the modern era, and by that we mean post-World War II, preferably later. Let's not get too obscure. Well, I I think that the the rule should be if we open the email with the image and we can't tell who it is, then you're automatically disqualified. Because I'm sorry, I don't know what Francesco Camuso looks like. All right? I'm (laughs) sorry. Ivan Gotti? I'm sorry, I don't know what Carlo Carlecci looks like. That's all right. Gotti's all right. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, Charlie Gold or Bartali or Fausto Coppi or something. Of course, we know what those guys look like. So the idea is, and it started as a, what did it start as, a draw? Oh, I wanted it to be an an art contest. But then by art, I thought I meant only painting and drawing and sketching. But I think Mike came in and said, hey, photographers are artists too. So then, (laughs) I know you didn't say that at all, but... (laughs) So we just expanded it to photography. So how are you going to photograph uh, Jacques Anquetil? Well, then good luck with that. We, we get leave a it selfie up to you. stick. Get a selfie stick at your lo- local art supply store <laughs> and <laughs> oh, do it. Do it up. I, I hate to give this up. They give this away because I just thought of this would be great. Dress your pet as. What Damiano Cunego <laughs> and take a photo of the stupid cat and then send it to us. That could work. If your if your cat looks like Damiano Cunego, then yeah, he's a he's a contestant. If your girlfriend looks like Miguel Indurain, <laughs> then you should leave her. But before you do, take a photo of her and send it over. <laughs> if we can if I can open a JPEG and I can tell who it is, yeah, then the it's running. a valid it's a valid entry. So the idea how are then people are gonna send this, how are they gonna do this? 
Um, I think that they should send us a JPEG. And please. What about a PNG? Okay, fine. I'll take PNGs as well, but let's not go too crazy. I I will take animated GIFs. Um, I think that as long as they're not huge, let's. I don't. I don't want anything over. I don't know. Two megs. Is that is that enough? You think? That's enough. It's plenty. Okay. Yeah. Nothing over two megs. I should be writing this down so I can put this on the website. Um, hold on. I'll edit this in post. I'm not going to edit anything in post. I'm lazy. Oh, man. I can't write on this. This is my prescription for my glasses. All right. So nothing bigger than two megs, please. JPEGs. Let's not get too crazy, too, with the crazy file types, all right? If I can't open it in Photoshop, I don't want to see it. Uh, we encourage all kinds of different media. It's up to you. Do you want to use uh, blood? That's fine. Do you want to use Elmer's glue to make a, a three-dimensional representation? Elmer's glue and macaroni. <laughs> you, can use, you can use macaroni and make a Gilberto Simeone. Wow. I see. I wasn't. It doesn't have to be an Italian winner. But I mean, wouldn't you Clay, say? I mean, imagine like, a three-dimensional likeness of Gilberto Simeone with using Play-Doh, or using like candy from South America that was laced with cocaine and given to him <laughs> by his aunt. <laughs> yes, with his hair dyed red. Exactly. Well, no, that's the thing. Crayons. Um, I guess it can be anything. Just yeah. don't take like a picture and run it through a Photoshop filter. Right. Right. We, we want, want mixed media. Oh. We want some. We want a. Well, we want we want it to be art. And I'm sorry if anybody out there is going to be offended by what I say. Well, it, everybody's going to. I. Like, anyway, if you're offended by what I said, then you're not eligible. Photoshop is not art. All right. <laughs> sorry. There's no way. Digital art, and you go to this coffee house and like, oh, we have this digital artist, and I'm like. Yeah, I know. I can name the three Photoshop filters used for that. That's not art. Yeah, so I mean, think ballpoint, think pencil, think macaroni, watercolors, mixed Char media. Charcoal. Charcoal, yes. Yeah, I, I love the idea of, like, Elmer's glue as, as, as a medium. So, basically, we're going to judge on whatever looks awesomer. So, just... Make it cool from beginning to end. If you think it's awesome because it, if we think it's awesome because it's funny, or we could think it's awesome because it's like unbelievably realistic and it's all done with like charcoal or whatever, some more like uh, regular, normal, everyday media or whatever, something more predictable, and that's and fine. You have, you have so many to choose from. So there's like Eddie Merckx. You could make Eddie Merckx out of Brussels sprouts. You can make Ivan Basso out of, uh, I guess, spaghetti. Um, gen products. You can make Nairo Quintana out of marijuana leaves. Oh, is that racist? You're Colombian, so it's okay. Yeah, that's uh, fine. You can, oh, make you can make Miguel Indurain out of, like, a tub of lard. Why a tub of lard? Because he's huge. <laughs> Have you seen him it's recently? Small. He's, like, fat. Jenny Buño, he was fat. He's just big boned. Yeah. You can make Laurent Fignon made out of like baguettes. Yeah. Tony Rominger made out of watches. Yeah, yeah. we'll try <laughs> and we'll try to find uh, some good decent prices. No, we definitely we will. will have yeah. this and and it's all for the fun anyway. And so 
get them in, and you have to email What's them. the deadline? Uh, the deadline will be May 31st, which is the last day of the Giro, I believe. Perfect. So the last day of the Giro, so get inspired and uh, let the imagination run wild, proverbially run wild. Go for it. Be crazy. Be creative. Have fun. And you have to email them all to info at speedmetalcycling.com. Like I said, nothing over two megs, please, because then it's a pain in the butt. And by emailing it to us, the entry to us, then you give us rights to use it on our website and our blogs. And sell your email to Amgen. And sell your name out to Amgen, of course. And so please send the image along with your name and your place of residence. You don't have to use your last name if you don't want to. If you don't want us to say your full name or whatever, just quote-unquote sign your art on the email with whatever name you want us to call you. Why aren't we doing this for the Amgen? Because the Amgen to California was only won by one person that would be worth... Oh, actually, you know what? I say they can do a representation of any tour, uh, Giro d'Italia winner in the modern era or Levi Leichheimer. <laughs> I like that addition. Made Except out of Levi marshmallows. It, do not just use a picture of Darth Vader with his helmet off. I was going to say, do not use a photo of Nosferatu from the 1933 movie because that's not, a, it's not a nice. A jar of fluff with a Darth Vader helmet on it. <laughs> You guys, However, are, you guys used to, used to eat Fluffernutter sandwiches? No. Is that, well, a, is that a... No? No. That's an American thing. Peanut butter and fluff. No, I, yeah, I know what it is, but I, that's definitely Delicious. an American thing. But listen, though. Uh, I'm thinking, um, like, your choice of writer may also influence our decision. And there's the three of us. All three of us are going to be judging. So, for example, you know that Mike loves Dennis Menchoff. So then you can be like, ooh, I'm going to do a Dennis Menchoff because I know Mike likes it. But little do you know, Klaus hates all Russians. So you got to like try to guess which I way we're going to go. I don't hate all Russians. I just hate adults with bowl cuts. <laughs> like Mo? Jim Carrey? <laughs> like Menchoff. Or Dennis Menchoff. Okay, so does that make any sense? Did I leave anything out? Probably, but I think that's enough. Like someone will have a question that will just be like, "Oh yeah, we didn't think of that." But so go to speedmetalcycling.com and check out the thingies. And guess what, Mike? This is going to be the last episode that you do the show notes. Really? Last one because I thought you were just I thought you were just firing me. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Thank you very much for for doing them for this long. GageDesoto.com and then you click news and it's good. It's good because the uh, my server couldn't handle all the traffic. <laughs> Ah, thanks. Oh, my alarm just went off. Um, I'm going to have to edit this in post because I forgot what I was going to say. What were we talking about? Show notes. Oh, yeah. Receptacle. I'm redesigning the website. I'm redesigning my website, the, 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 the podcast website, and the redesign will include the show notes. So Mike will do the show notes for episode 109, and it'll be his last one. After that, I mean, you're more than welcome to do them. You can just post them on my site. I suppose. Yeah, I can write them and send them to you. If you want, that's fine. I don't care. So there. So speedmetalcycling.com for more information on the podcast and the contest and uh, Mike's favorite color. And info at speedmetalcycling is the email address. At the Skull Crusher with a K on Instagram. At speedmetalcycle.com. Un... What is that? 
Twitter, and I don't know. I'm falling asleep. Klaus, anything you want to promote? I said it last time, but I'll say it again. I'm selling soap on my website. And to all those in Germany, go check out the latest issue of Tour Magazine for an article by Sebastian Moll about Colombian cycling with pictures by me. Awesome, awesome. And Mike? Uh, it's time for the G&D Velo Games Fantasy Cycling League. Yes! Go to gagedesoto.com, click on News, and you will see the information on how to sign up. Yes. Create a team by Saturday. Join the league. And for the first time ever, a dog will be joining. Mr. Beechcroft used to have an awesome team for every tour in the Fantasy League. This now, Botas the dog is going to have an awesome team. And he doesn't know exactly... Uh, what the theme of his uh, team is going to be, the theme of his team is going to be. But I think it'd be funny if it's all like dog-related names <laughs> or writers that have dogs or something. I don't know. I have to have a little conversation with the Botas the dog to figure out um, how he's going to pick his writers. But Mike, do you know what my brother's dog's name means? I don't. I have a feeling you're going to tell me. It means boots. Yeah. Boots? Boots. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But, but he, was, he wasn't like really that, uh, named... Song, the Boot Scootin' Boogie. <laughs> boot Scootin' Boogie. <laughs> That's a <laughs> episode title. Oh, there you go. Um, um, man, I'm really going to have to do a lot of editing and post. Yeah, you have software that just takes out blocks of silence. <laughs> I should. Uh, no, I was going to say the dog was named his dog his his name means boots. The dog has a dog? The dog no. The dog's name a is hamster. The dog's name is Botas. And Botas means boots in Spanish. However, the dog was not named after boots, after the shoe wear or the footwear. All right. It was named after a Formula One driver named Valtteri Bottas. Can wow. we just call him Amgen? <laughs> I change his name like every other day. So we were calling him Colander for a while. <laughs> to, we wanted, I was wondering if he actually could, if he knew his name. So my wife started going, hey, Colander, come over here. And he would walk over. So yeah. Who cares? If he doesn't know his name, then we just name him. We just call him different things. No, his name is Bottas. He's named after Valtteri Bottas. He's like a cycling team. It changes name every every so three months. <laughs> exactly. Okay, we've said enough, haven't we? Maybe we've said too much. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely haven't, but you have. Ho zing. Okay, you know? we're gonna leave you with a joke from Mike. I don't have any jokes. You don't have any jokes. I told two jokes and you didn't tell any. Klaus jokes. Uh, all the jokes I can think of right now, I really shouldn't tell. Why? Uh, podcast. Because they're about Mexico. We'll, have, we'll come prepared next week with jokes. No, please yeah, yeah. don't. <laughs> but no, we meantime, will. A lot of jokes. Okay, there you go. I think It'll be can... a stand-up. It'll basically just be stand-up. <laughs> but in the meantime, I think we should leave the listeners with the song Boot Scoot and Boogie. Okay, sounds good. good. Klaus's request. We're out of here. Peace.
country past the city limit sign Where there's a honky-tonk near the county line The joint starts jumping every night when the sun goes down They got whiskey, women, music and smoke It's where all the cowboy folk go to Bootscoot Boogie Job. I work hard for my money When it's quitting time I keep the door running I fire up my pickup truck And let the horses run I go flying down that highway To that hideaway 